podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Osman Fraser podcast is now sponsored by Tire Spot, the Northeast's leading tire supplier with branches across the region. Tire Spot don't just do tires, they cover everything from servicing to wheel alignment. They can handle every aspect of your car's maintenance. For more information, visit tirespot.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Always Smiling Faces podcast on the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. As you can see, those that are watching on YouTube, it is not the regular four. It is myself, Chris, alongside Decker, and Daryl has joined us tonight as well. Daryl, two weeks in a row, mate. I know. Well, is it even two weeks? It's what, five days? I know. <laughs> Spoiling you. You've been on more than Bestie has for the last year, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we are here to go through your regular weekly dose of all things Newcastle United. Um, boys, the, the players have just jetted off off to play a Benfica. Um, a place where Newcastle fans love to go. Uh, a, a lot of them. I think social media over the last 24 hours has been flooded and inundated with with fans jetting off for a, a few nights on, on the lash, as we could say, oh, with a bonus of watching Newcastle in the mix as well. Um I mentioned this to you, Daryl, on the way through. Dan Ashworth has also travelled with the squad as well. He has. Sounds promising. It does. You'd like to think that he's out there with a purpose, you know, to have a, do the work with Eddie when they're not doing the training on the training field, that he's there as Eddie's go-to man and then working together to maybe get a deal or two over the line. Hmm. A football club ran, being run, how it should be, Dagger. <laughs> I well, I mean, you could probably ring him over teams, like, and have the same conversation. But no, no, I, um, I suppose it's nice that he's there and part of it. And um, I think you just got more faith, haven't you? Like, if you said, if you <laughs> if you says, oh, the lads are going away to preseason training, and later on he's with them, and he's going to be in there, you're like, oh god, mm. like you just you have no excitement or faith in whatever's going to be happening. You would probably you? think so. Lee Chorney was there to stop something from happening. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> rather than yeah. the other way around. Yeah, so you, proactive. Yes, you would hope be proactive. You hope that obviously him and Eddie will be discussing maybe who the next targets are or how close the current targets are that we're after and things. And it would be lovely if we could get someone else in. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I don't know. I don't know. Are you, are you nervous? I was going to ask you this. Like, are you nervous that like, obviously we haven't got any more in so far or, or do you, are you quite comfortable with the situation? It's all about patience. Hmm? Let's, let's remember the, where the squad is right now compared to where it was at the start of last season. Is head and shoulders above. I honestly believe that. The players that have gone and left the club, whether that be sold or gone out on loan, they weren't first-team starters, mm. really. You could argue mm. possibly Isaac Hayden, but obviously he picked up that injury. Yeah. So he was straight out of that, that starting lineup there. The players which were brought in are players that get straight in your starting 11. So Botman has came straight in there. Mm-hmm. Uh Target obviously had a fantastic season. Are we going to see a keeper there? Are you, Chris? Are we going to see a goalkeeper? Well, we'll get on the goalkeeper. <laughs> we'll get on the goalkeeper. Actually, we'll talk about the goalkeeper now. Um, behind the scenes, there is a podcast being arranged with myself and a, a goalkeeper expert when it comes to all things stats and things like that. So okay. we're going to put Dubravka and Nick Pope head to head. And see who stats level up, and, and see who should be starting goalkeeper. Not to be missed. Not to be missed. Um, and the, the expert isn't Bestie, no. It's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mark. He's an expert in everything else, so well, yeah, yeah. We might as well put goalkeeper in there. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> defensive headers. Mm. <laughs> I'll never ever forget one of the defensive headers. One of the great. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, there's a few comments there that are coming in. I think we just need to be patient. Uh, mm-hmm. Is business done yet? Definitely not. Far from it. I think we'll see two players come in and that'll be players challenging for probably starting right wing. So starting starting 11 in the right wing, but challenging Callum Wilson. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 It'll be, no, 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 not at all. No, no. I, I just, I just ask questions, you know, 
and try and ask them in a way as if I sound that I'm worried. <laughs> um, but I'm not, honestly, I'm not. No, I am. Um, it makes you laugh a lot of the things that you see on Twitter and, and social media. I mean, some of them might just be matters. I, I don't know, but um, proper kicking off, you know, almost saying that it's not good enough and for being as rich as we are, it should be better and, and all of this. But I think I think the more logical fan and the more fans, you know, the, the appreciating fans mm. know, know that it's that it's a very long game that we're playing here. Um, and it, you're on about like the squad being better than it was at the start of last season. It's not just about personnel being better. It's how well, you know, how they've been run and, and how preseason's been. It's, it's just 10 times better than what it would have ever been. So I think overall, the, the entire club, the squad, the players, every single aspect is in a better place than it was at the start of last season. So Yeah, I agree. Um, is there any sort of position that, that makes you worry, Daryl? I um, we need cover and we can't start the season without. I think Eddie is doing the right thing and together with Dan Ashworth, you know, they're looking for a right forward and somebody to come in to either challenge or to be his backup to Callum Wilson. Um, I would like to think that we'll cover one of those before the season starts. And I know that's asking a lot because it's only a couple of weeks away now. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, trust the process. We've heard that a few times. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm not panicking. I think whoever they bring in, um, it'll be the right person. It'll be the right character. As well, that's been a massive thing in our recruitment, especially in the last, well, even you can go as far as back as last summer. Um, but it's all about character. And we saw certainly saw that in January. Mm-hmm. We didn't go out and splash money on whoever. It was the right character to fit the mould and to gel with the squad. And just on that, I think that's why we see Lascelles remaining as captain. Because you don't want to upset the morale and the harmony within the squad. And with Lascelles being effectively the pinnacle of that as captain, I think Eddie's been very smart about it and very coy. And we, you know, we, we know that Lascelles won't be a first choice starter given the the pool of defenders that we now have. But to have shipped him out, I think would have affected team morale. And I think we'll probably see the likes of Michelle Vera Trippier, who will be more than likely regular starters, will take that captain's arm. Man. And you've got the option of Wilson as well. Who wore it only on the last game of last so, season? So <clears throat> we, I've asked this question last week when Mark was on, <clears throat> and uh, Matty. So obviously, when Trippier came in, and we're seeing Trippier getting the armband a lot. Obviously, mm-hmm. of course, you know. Because yeah. um, you know, if I'm being honest, at the time when we signed Trippier, right, I feel like I've seen every single man, dog, cat, everything saying, "Oh, well, it'll be Trippier's next season." Mm-hmm. Were you in that boat at that point, or did you always think that the sales would still keep it? Um, no, I was with you. I would say I would, I would have thought that Trippier would have been named by name club captain. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I understand why the decision's been made the way it has. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we said, I think Trippier will probably get the armband most of the time when we're playing. And if Trippier is not available, then it'll just drop down to the dice of yourself, Vieira Wilson. It's something which we've made. It to be God knows how many times how important is that that captain role on the field, especially when you've got about five of them on the on the field at any point anyway. Well, it was like it was like when Alan Shearer was captain all the time, and rightfully so. Like, mm-hmm. but you had Gary Speed, there, you had Robert Lee. You know, that's just naming a couple where I can off the top of my head. There's some absolutely huge characters there. You know, even Warren Barton. You know, uh, you know, it doesn't have to just be one man. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and there's a number of players that I think, you know, in terms of you knowing you're on about coming out of the dressing room and you're, you know, in the, you're in the tunnel and you're looking at who's with you. Do you know what I mean? There'll be certain players that aren't necessarily captain material, but you're still glad they're there. Oh, Do you know what oh, I mean? Like yeah. everyone has different attributes to play. And obviously, of course, we all know that Trippier will be the, probably the person that gets it. Um, and if Lascelles does play a cook game or, or yeah, listen, he might play a league game because we might be in trouble. He'll be the guy that gets it then. But I don't think that that matters necessarily. Do you know what I mean? Because Trippier is still going to be barking his orders whether oh, he's got the armband or not. Well, even you know, Matt so. Ritchie was known for that. He, wasn't, I exactly, he didn't yeah, have yeah. the armband, but yeah. by Christ, he would kick you up the arse if you weren't doing your job. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Sorry, I went it's, a bit No, no, but it's... What's the point rocking the board? Exactly, By, yeah. by taking off ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, it, it might really... Um, energy. Well, I'm not saying he's not been energised before, but I mean, like, this will be a huge boost for him. I mean... It, when he knew the takeover was happening, the manager's coming in, we're signing the links to Trippier. He even he must have thought in the back of his head, oh, bloody hell, if I'm not on it here, I could lose right. not just my position, but also the captaincy. Obviously, with them getting it again, 
you would hope he'd be in the house and thinking, fuck, like, I'm really, really lucky to captain this football yeah. club at the moment. And it might just, you know, yeah. you know, it might just make him better. It might just raise his game to yeah. another level. Yeah, and, and Lee Forster, who is a member of the Gallic Shots YouTube channel, basically says they I'll, I'll put it on screen, says Trippier, Burn Wilson, they're all on-field captains. LaSalle is hugely popular around the club and dressing room, but the title of club captain is a token gesture. Hmm. It, it is to a degree, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah it is, but... But ah, good on him. Good on him. All the best. Him. Um, so if, if anybody does have any questions throughout the night, uh, we'll be going for a round about an hour. Um, send them our ways and we'll go through as many as possible, like we'll have done right the way through the summer there. Um, we'll, we'll jump through some now straight away. And this one is from Josh Stockton, who has also sent us a £10 donation. Thank you very much, Josh. Cheers, Josh. Uh, he says, oh, hey, lads, hope you are well. Bit of a lighthearted question this week. Uh, Favourite pre-match meal is at St. James's Park or elsewhere? Um, he also says he's looking forward to coming on the channel at some point this season. Much love. Uh, thanks very much, Josh. And, and like I said, I will be in touch. Um, you deserve to, to come on at some Absolutely. point throughout the season and have a chat with, with us uh, and go through. Well, he has to donate even when he's on it, though. So when he's sitting here, I have to go on his phone. And... <laughs> just hand cash over, like notes. <laughs> Five hours, please. We'll just get a piggyback. You just got to keep putting a quid in every time something you want to talk to us. <laughs> um, but, um, Darren, I'm going to come to you first because... Yeah. You, you do a lot of away games throughout the season. Yeah. And during each away game, you like to feature in some sort of oh, food, yeah. um, whether that, that be a popular place to go and have a snack or something. So yeah. let's go to you. What's your perfect day when it comes to um, pre-match meals or snacks? I'll give you an example of when I go to Crystal Palace, and I've been to Crystal Palace about a handful of times now in the last 11 years. Um, in the last few times I've been, it's been a case of getting the train down to London, and then I've taken the train across to East Croydon. And when you get to East Croydon, you get off the train, you go up onto the main road out of the station, and you've got the old box park, which featured during the last World Cup. And then we'll go and get a fan re- like a fan reaction on BBC or whatever. And you would just like, you know, when you hold your pints out. And then uh, just next door to that is a Nando's. And I do like a Nando's. So I like to go to a Nando's. Nando's. I've just picked that up. All the things that you, no, go, you no, mentioned well, that's Nando's. Just the, that's just the example I'm giving for Crystal you, Palace. You started describing that as if it was a hidden gem somewhere. Well, it ended with Nando's. Give you I was expecting gem. some sort of like palace pie or something. Well, like that. I was. I don't know. I was expecting. Yes, something I, used, like, I used to like to sample a pie, but then I got very disappointed by a run of pies. There's a run of pies in Dirty Daryl. Daryl a dog. And there. <laughs> no, there's a there's a couple of nice places now. There's a, a place um, called Humble Crumble, which do a nice pudding. Okay, it's a nice place to go to. They've got a little place in. Give them some so advertising here. So hang on, let me get this straight. So you go to an away game and you'll you'll go and get dessert. I will, yeah. What a guy! This is yeah. this is an unknown fan. <laughs> ever. Like I don't even think of food on an away day. I just need no, beer. I got absolutely bladdered away at Aston Villa in the season we got relegated. Right. And it was the worst experience of my life. And I'm glad I can't remember the game because the game was a pile of shit anyway. Um, and then no, I'll got... take a bit of a different turn, a bit of an alternative way to do things. You put in that nose. There's a comment in the app by Daniel that says, felt like I was on a journey through Narnia <laughs> to end up at Nando's. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> but no, there's a nice pudding place in Borough Market or <laughs> Spitalfields nice that I've been to. Place. Hey, all over Instagram, you've got to try it. It's good stuff. <laughs> Why is it always the food questions that set? Like, oh hey, my god, pudding problems. Well, I, I well, it's in gym. Well, what do you got? You, you won't eat, will you? Not very often. No. And if if I'm if I'm eating it, it's something on route that right, I can quick. snack on. Right. I'll never do Greg's before the match because the queue's way too big. Yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? I, I had a Greg's today. I was slightly disappointed in my Greg's you? today. Why'd you have? Fuck, because I had cooked it on the sun. Oh. Like I swear to God, no, like, pizza, like? no I had oh. the um, sausage with me melted. Oh, boy, and I, careful! Like, as, soon as, as soon as it passes <laughs> it, I, like I just hold that one, just like, ow! Like, <laughs> like that's ridiculously <laughs> hot. At the point where I just bend it, I was like, I'm it's never going to eat that. Like, ah, it's tough work, then, my guy. But yeah, <clears throat> well, in, if I'm in the platinum club, I, I, I might just get burgers. Me, my dad always gets two cheeseburgers, two lots of chips every time. And the and you know what it is? Over the years I've been going. The quality of the burgers getting better and better, getting and better. the bun's better. The like bun, a, just like the club itself. Yeah, just like the club itself. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the the bun is the bun's nicer than it used to be. 
it's beautiful the bun now like but yeah that's what i always get always, always um like like i said i would, I would probably just pick something up on route on and it's do you know what it is I'd, it's not very often that i'll i'll eat before the match to be fair um, oh, yeah, yeah, no, i'm only really running around and mm-hmm. that's pretty why i'm absolutely smashed by 10 o'clock yeah. <laughs> um, i do the odd burger van sometimes when i'm away mm-hmm. if i'm desperate yeah you know what i mean and um i like them burgers because they're, they're like melting your mouth don't they? you know what i mean they're just so i'll do like so a, fast. Um, like a savloy dip or something no savloy dip, savloy dip or um, there's a there's a pizza. Yeah, pizza in pudding and stuff. Big market, in a big market in Greenjaw Market. Oh, oh a slice of pizza. Twenty twenty. I can't remember what it's so called, but you can just buy a slice of pizza. Twenty first green on the left. Aye. Do you get pizza pudding and stuff on your uh, dip? The lot apart from uh, English mustard. Oh, you don't get English mustard. No. Nah. You get a dip as well, eh? Why? Well, yeah. ah, double dip. Bit messy for me that. But it's mm-hmm. nice though. Can't be it's a bit there. messy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> I was never expecting if you had to press pause then and say like, like there was just no chance was I ever going to say Nando's honestly like, if, you example, say people do know you, you might be able to answer this question is there anywhere left in town like a Chinese restaurant restaurant that still do a buffet oh, I, I was looking at that eight none there used to be one, one next to Q Park you know on the that one way system like from St James's you trying to tell me you turn right obviously yeah. so, there was a one down the bottom of there. Used to always be. I don't know if it still is. Like you've you've had a few. There was a couple in Chinatown. There was Laos that used to do it. Mm, but I was looking at that week. None. That's mad. That like, none. I used to love an all-inclusive buffet. Like amazing. Yeah. It's high in all sorts. Good, I don't have a good track record of them places. So there's a show there, but for for Laos two or two. But I'm sure Laos is closed I now. That one. Two or two. Yeah. Is that not closed? The one uh, I don't know. Just opposite the gate, but around the corner. Yes, around the like corner. When you come down past That's the back. That's what I was thinking of. But I think it's shut. I think it's closed down. Yeah, but yeah. Um, right, moving on. Emil Craft. Yes. See, I've done that. Emil. Hey, well done, lad. Well hey, done. Been planning that one all week. <laughs> um, contract extension digger. Uh, extra mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. Uh, thrown on his contract. And some people are, are very happy with, well, I'm saying very happy, but understand why this has happened uh, because of his performances it's, it's, last season. It's just mad, isn't it? Football? Some people are saying, well, that's worrying. Um. Well, <laughs> I think again, again, what, what I don't think people not, like sometimes look at the full picture of like <clears throat> we all know that Trippier is going to be the man in that position, right? So who 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 is it you're going to be able to attract and tell them that well you're going to be second choice, second fiddle, aren't you? Okay, yeah. without shadow of a doubt, you're second fiddle. Um, that's a that's a tough sell to, to buy anyone in that in that regard. And Kraft's proven, and this is what I think is mad about football. You, you can speak about Joe Linton, of course you could all, all day about this, but how a player can be like, I mean, dreading seeing his name on the team sheet. Mm. Dreading it. Um, knowing there's going to be a mistake, knowing he's going to get caught in behind, know that he's not going to be very good going forward at times. To then see what we've seen on Eddie Howe is, is it's just being transformed. Like, absolutely unbelievable, um, especially towards the back end. He was he was outstanding. Yeah. Um, so that one-year extension, makes to me, makes perfect sense. And again, you're keeping the... The, the harmony in the squad how obviously trust him and knows what kind of player he is and what character he is he Kraft will know that Trippier is going to be ahead of him but he'll be pushing him obviously oh, yeah. um, and, and I think it works out great and Daryl um, Fish and Rods who is watching tonight says uh, a Swedish international who is happy to play number two to Trippier it's a no-brainer absolutely absolutely um, mm. you know as, as you said mm. that, you know, he was one of a few players last season who you just saw elevate themselves under Eddie's guidance mm-hmm. and to think that this squad and this is why I'm not panicking like some people are this squad is just they, they're in the you know they're getting towards the end of a full pre-season under mm-hmm. Eddie do you imagine how fit they're going to be with a full pre-season well, under Eddie you just look at a player who, who Deck has mentioned as soon as we saw the the, the team and, and the, the, the players arrive back at training John Joe Shelby he that's, looks ripped man he looks proper lean Unbelievable. I've never seen him ever look like that before. I don't think he's ever. Maybe when he was 16, but he's <laughs> never looked like that in his, in his professional career that I can remember. Like, I've seen. And he's, he's done a few interviews yeah. and, he, and he said that I, I took myself away. Where did, where did he go? Turkey. Was it Turkey? Turkey yeah. Yeah. He went to Turkey for a few weeks just to train. Yeah. Took a PT with him and, and just went for it. And uh, God, he looks. <laughs> I'm sure I see something where he said he'd lost 32% of, I don't know if it was body fat or something to do with his waistline. That's mm, thirty-two percent. He looks proper lean. He really does look. look it's real. unbelievable. The uh, Scott uh, says uh, thirty-two millimeters of uh, fat lost. That's apparently, yeah. That's. Oh. 
I mean, he does look so lean. It looks different. See, there was, face, like, yeah, there was a photo I put in. That was one of the first times I'd seen him. He was just jumping in the air. But then there was one way I seen him turning and training, literally. And he looked half the man. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but again, that it proves the, the dedication that, uh, you know, some people might look at this negatively, but he would never have that desire if, if, if Steve Bruce was still here and Ashley was still here and we were still the club just ticking along. Like, he would never... Having said that, having said that, he d- he did get a personal trainer before, didn't he? And worked mm. throughout the summer to come back stronger and, and, and that. But obviously, this time around, he's realised that I, I need to do everything I can to stay here as long as I can. Yeah. And obviously, that's the first step. And obviously, when he must have rocked up at preseason day one, Eddie must have thought, Jesus Christ, Aye. where's where's half of you gone? Like, I mean, like it's, I yeah. can't wait to see how it's going to impact on his overall fitness as the season goes on because mm. you know. He's been carrying that niggling calf injury for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It always seems to have cropped up and caused him an issue. So whether or not this this change that he's made this summer and see what sort of impact that has on his calf and see if mm-hmm. it rears its head again or if he just, you know, because like you say, you know, he's got that competition now as well. He knows he'll probably have to be fighting Bruno for a starting position. Yeah, yeah, which is tough work because he's a great That's <laughs> tough work. Like. Uh, and Dan Wins, something which which we mentioned before is Shelby needs motivating. Uh, how encouraging him role. Sorry, uh, how encouraging him rather than Bruce telling him he's first eleven, no matter what, is clearly good for him. Mm-hmm. It will be, and also I thought I thought again. This is what makes you laugh, isn't it? With people's opinion, you go back to when anyhow come in here, and everyone was saying, "Ah, oh, Shelby be the first out of the door. He won't be wanting to train twice a day. He won't want me to do this." And then within about two weeks or, so, or whatever, how was like, "Oh, listen, like Shelby's unreal, man. He does Aye. things with the ball that no one can do that we have." And what are we, we some, most of us knew that. But we understood that, of course, he couldn't maybe track back as well as he could. People used to take a deep breath in every time he went to ground for the mm-hmm. title, like just worrying about Nout. Um, and I, I hope we see the John Joe that I've always thought was in there. I appreciate we don't say it all the time, like, but um, and as Daryl says, the competition for his position is huge, isn't it? And I think he'll know that as well, of course. You know? Do you think we will actively be looking for another centre midfielder, Daryl? Um, no. I don't think we will. So you got do you to... think, if I change the question, do you think if an opportunity arrives to sign a player of a high standard quality, because once again, the name of Paqueta just will not mm-hmm. leave. There's a few comments tonight about him. Apparently Arsenal not interested yeah. in him any longer. If he becomes available and rumour has it that they're all looking at selling him, mm-hmm. do the club make a move? I think they would, but I don't think they would see him as a central midfielder. I think they would try and, you you know, look at the versatility that we've got in the squad mm-hmm. and amongst the group that we have. You know, Paul Dummett is an example, even though I, you don't like his name mentioned. Um, he's a centre-back and left-back, effectively. Mm. Um, Kraft, we've seen, can play at centre-back if mm-hmm. required. Not that he will, because yeah. we're pools bigger now. But that midfield three as well. Joe Linton's now, he's the midfield enforcer, but he's also been used up front. Eddie in the latter half of the end of the last season and maybe even a couple of times during pre-season. Um, so there's versatility in there and I think if we did sign Piquetta then he might be that solution on the right wing as well. Uh, well for me I'm, I'm not I'm not sure because I, well I don't know because I think didn't how say that if we can't strengthen um, in maybe the area that we want but we know we can spend money in maybe an area where we're stocked but if the quality is good enough we'll do it. Yeah. That screams that transfer to, to me, anyway. Um, I don't think we necessarily need it, but then again, that's a stupid thing to say when you think of the quality that he has, right? Well, you always need strength quality. in any position. I know, you're yeah, take it on, yeah. exactly. Um, I, I just don't. The reason why, perhaps not, if Arsenal have said they're not involved and there's nobody else involved, there's no panic here, there's no, no. reason to get involved in any war because there's no war there, right? So I, I don't know if they'll maybe they'll wait until the very last minute to maybe try or. They leave it alone completely and maybe get him in January, mm-hmm. or see how how that how this goes, and yeah. then maybe go up for him in the in the, in the window. Because I honestly think if we can't get a striker in, I'm more inclined to think we'll get one more in, which will be a right winger, and I think we'll deal with Wilson and Wood until January, oh, well, and then maybe get someone. I, I agree with you there, but I think we might try and push for a loan sign in, in one of those positions, whichever one we don't make. I fair comment. I fair comment. Yeah, fair comment. Um, but yeah, um, the thing that worries me about looking at a loan position. Especially striker, <clears throat> how many decent strikers are available for loan? You can't, you can't buy one. No mind, get yeah. one on loan. That's it. It's, it's... Oh, hundred percent. Whoever you're going to get is literally. 
is, is literally going to be like third well, choice. third choice, right? It is going to be because of, if something happened, that the thing is, where well, you have to have a third choice, like because I know we've let Gail go, and I'm, I'm you know, been fantastic for with the time he's been here, to be fair. Um, but that that had to happen. I mean, yeah. we've gotten rid of him, and that's that's great news, really. Um, but I, I would be worried if it was just uh, Wilson and Wood for the remainder of the season, mm-hmm. and we didn't even get anyone in January. Mm-hmm. That because I think that would come back to bite, well, like. To be honest. Just to go back to Paqueta there, right? The interesting thing that I'm thinking of, and I would have to find this out, or maybe somebody might be able to tell me, is if he's now in the last year of his contract, then come January, he'll be able to start negotiating with clubs for next summer anyway. And if we're still in the picture by then, then we'll have a chance of getting him for nothing, potentially. That's obviously another reason why Leon's probably desperate. To, well, not desperate, sorry, but willing to listen. Yeah. Because well, apparently the price tags dropped down to 35 mil now. It seems like a small bit of business for 35 million. It does, especially because they won't be able to drive the price up now, especially if there's no interest from anybody else. Mm. Like, like if you're Arsenal, if they're not interested, then it's almost like. Do you think it's one way Newcastle probably just sit on this now? I think so. I really yeah. do. Because I, I think, again, going back to what Howie said, is that we'll, we're going to go for the people that or the areas of the field that we'll want. Mm-hmm. But if we can't get them, we'll then maybe look at the quality that's in areas we don't really need and obviously that would be one of them maybe the competition then in, in that area well if we just go through it now you're starting three last season with <coughs> shelby bruno and uh Julian on. Yeah. yeah you've got willick there as well you've got long stuff that was getting quite a few minutes mm-hmm. under his oh, belt yeah. towards the end of the yeah. season as well so there's five you've got Matty who's going out on loan uh well looks like he's going to be going out on loan again so you've got five there that comfortably in a starting 11, you would say the bottom half of the Premier League table. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to have to look at pushing one of them out the door? Let's say we're going the last week of the, the transfer window, right? And the club, right? We're not going to bring a striker in. We're not going to get a right winger in that we want. We've got this bit of kitty. Yeah. Yeah. We've got this money in the bank. Do they then say, right, we'll aim for Paquetta, but we'll have to move somebody on? Who goes? I'm glad it's not my decision. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think how would do it then. I don't I think, think how would want to get because to be fair, if you, if we look at them numbers, then players you're seeing it's going to be shown, right? In my eyes, I mean, yeah, I know it's not going to be Willick, it's not going to be Bruno, Joe Linton, blah blah blah. Um, and I just don't think if that was if that was kind of the ultimatum, I think Eddie would go right. We'll just keep the money then. And, and we'll to be fair, there's the a few comments here. Quite as contract doesn't end next year. Um, right. He did sign not long ago to 2025. Oh, well, he's still got a few years on his belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think <clears throat> it's a it's a funny one because I just it's not that I don't want him at all. And I, yeah. I know he's a great player and all the rest of it. It's just just the area I just don't feel is as important. Whereas if I went to spend thirty five on a striker, mm-hmm. you know, it's right it's, for me. It's it's bottom of the list, bottom of the pile. Yeah, that's yeah. in a midfield position. Yeah, it really we've, is. We've I know that defense he, now yeah. as well. Sorry, um, we've we've done defense. Defense is mm-hmm. covered now. So yeah. I think once again, defense wasn't a huge issue either. When you look at the likes of the centre backs that were available, I don't think it was a massive issue. Yeah. But we've strengthened massively. It's just like we we're saying that midfield, yes, it can be strengthened. Of course, as and this is what exactly what we've done with Botman. Mm. Could have gone into to next season without him, probably. Like, yeah. we, we could have with with Fabian Shaw there, Dan Byrne there, Lascelles, um, Fernandez so, yeah, yeah. there. So you've got four centre backs there, and like you said, Dummett can mm-hmm. fill in there, Emil Kraft can fill in yeah. there if needs be. But Similar to that midfield position, do we have to strengthen? Probably not. But the opportunity came where we've got a decent young young talent there yeah. that he's looked decent in prison preseason. He's only <coughs> yeah. featured a, not not a huge amount of time, but what I've seen, he looks unbelievably comfortable on the ball as well. He does, doesn't he? Um, and even then, we're we're quite fortunate that he doesn't have to be featured as part of the twenty-five man squad either. So we can keep hold of him as long as possible. Well, because of age. Because of age, yeah. So he doesn't have to feature as part of the 20. He doesn't have to be registered with the 25-man squad. So, you know, you've got people saying, well, we need to get him loaned out if he's not going to stay. We can afford to let him stay until we've at least played the first round of the League Cup. And the loan window will still be open if we want to send him down to the Championship. Who are you talking about now? Anderson. Oh, Anderson, you moved on to Anderson. I just moved on to Anderson. All oh, right, okay. Who are you talking about? <laughs> I thought you were talking about Botman. I see you, Tanwood. Oh, no, no. No, sorry. So, I Anderson, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so the ice of Anderson doesn't have to feature. So, mm. there's an He's look good now, hasn't he? Yeah. He's look good. Like, no, he's look really good, him. But I think going back to Botman, I, I think you can see that they've, they've, they've wanted him since January and they've never given up, have they? They've, mm. You know, they've constantly kept at him and he could be like what 
company wants for City. Like I feel as if he's the player that the, the they've getting in, and he is going to be the one that they'll be with for years. Is the plan years? You know, all of it. Because obviously, Trippy, and as much as we know how good he is, he's yeah. he's on the thirty on the wrong side almost. So <clears throat> I think that Botman's going to be the player. If all goes well, of course, you know, it could go wrong. Like obviously, not always happens. But if he can be what people think he can be. You know, this rumor is next Van Dyke and all this type of stuff. Nah, and yeah, seen that, he yeah. just looks so so comfortable on the ball, but he's so big, isn't he? Like he's an absolute monster. Like um, Do you know, there's a slight comparison to be made here, and if you remember back pre-Bruce, and you had a back, we we're playing a back three at the time, and it was Lascelles in the middle, and you had Shea on the right and Lejeune, Lejeune on yeah. the left. Mm. We've now got two ball playing centre half. Yeah, we've spoke about this a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. So yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how we go on this season with them two playing there. Like. I just think it was funny. I'm sure Craig Hope put this on as well. Actually, there was a tweet. We played a preseason friendly, and the formation was different. And his tweet was, "I'm very surprised to see Newcastle go away from the formation that was so successful mm-hmm. last season." I'm thinking, hang on a second, a football club or a football team, sorry, you can have more than one formation. Of course, yeah. Like how how might be trialing this to think? Okay, like there'll be certain games where. That might work better. You can't just have one for like one system. I mean, you can if you're elite. Yeah, like Man City don't care who the hell they're playing. They just play that way, and that's the end of it. Um, but I was just it was such a daft comment that like it you is. can have two or three formations because it, you know, personnel Either. changes. Of course, you do in in game in game. It's you a, might have to change something. It's intelligent you know I mean? to have so mad, that, like. the ability to change and react to mm-hmm. what's going on. And then like preseason is a perfect time to test it because he might testing with joint is actually well, haven't got the personnel for this or whatever. I don't Aye. know, but like it's just a really daft comment that was. I thought. But anyway, sorry. And so, so what we started talking about before we went live, everybody was th- that that Burnley game. So the behind closed doors uh, to to Burnley. We played them seven times in one day. I think we played them <laughs> seven times in minus twelve minutes or something. I've, I've got, I'm not sure anybody knows how that worked or, or what actually happened. Um, I think our match review made a lot more sense than Burnley's because. Jesus Christ, yeah. I tried to read this and, and this was even more complicated now. We tried to explain it. From, from so, Daryl, yeah, well, tell us what you think happened. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've tried to explain this to somebody on Sunday and I was like, hang on. And I had to get my phone out and, and look on .com and, and go through it that way and try and, and figure it all out. So I think what's happened is two side-by-side pitches, two separate 11s for each club. The two burn the 11s have stayed on their respective pitches and we've swapped... And I, I'm st- I still can't work it out in my head. How we've, I mean, I know how we've ended up with two lots of 45, so like four in total, but we've moved around and Burnley haven't. And then there's been subs and whatnot made in between of all that. But it's like trying to, I don't know, it's like trying to perform mm-hmm. open heart surgery, trying to figure it all out. It's. I just know that we've won them all. I, I've obviously seen the highlights of all the goals and obviously you could tell that. You could tell it was a preseason game. Like You, know, you could tell, couldn't you? Um, but, you know, hey, it's all it's all minutes or fitness. I thought Fraser looked pretty sharp there, yeah, and Mick. Every clip I saw, yeah, was just Fraser. Fraser just running through the middle. I think Miggy's looked really sharp in preseason, to be honest. That, um, that kick that you don't know what he's had. Oh yes, that I puss. yeah yeah. I can't remember who was through. Wilson maybe mm-hmm. Willock. It's Wilson or Willock. Um, yeah, Anderson won a penalty. That oh, he missed beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> How he won that? Dancing, uh, dancing. Little really, man, really man. was. Yeah. Really Do you think was. he's got a part to play next next season? I think he has in the very early part of the season. And I think they'll make a decision before the loan window for the championship shuts. And I think that's his opportunity. I think he can force his way in Eddie's plans, depending on what we're doing in the transfer market. Um, if we're able to bring somebody in to fill that right wing role, then fair enough. Then he'll probably go on loan. If we don't, then it's up to him to prove to Eddie and the other rest of the coaching team that he's an option and he should be taken seriously. Um like I say, so he's got that first. I would say he's probably got until early September, which gives you what about four or five games, including the League Cup game, mm. to really make an impact. And it's down to him. And I, for for me, I hope he does it. I hope he does make them think really hard about it. That's going to be tough for him, isn't it? <clears throat> oh yeah. And we all know that obviously Eddie clearly likes him. There's no question of that, no doubt. And there's definitely a player in there. I just think it's just difficult, isn't it? It's just tough to see him. Just can't the, see the only you... time we're going to see it is if he gets that chance, and yeah, yeah. because of the, the players that are, are, are around the squad at the moment, it's just not going to happen, is it? Yeah, it's, no. I can't imagine rocking the first game of the season again. Forest is starting, mm. it's just you'd be like, everyone would be like, eh. I'm not saying they'd be a, but, negative towards uh, it, but they'd be shocked, right? Maybe not starting, 
But hmm. you could see a few cameo roles where he comes on for, for the last 15, yeah. 20. Yeah. Depending on score. And what can he do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think we've got a preconception about this because of the, let's say, lack of success we've had with Academy products recently? I don't necessarily. I don't think that to be fair because I, I'm not fixated on, on the academy as what a lot of people are and, and demanding that players come mm. through the academy. It, it's very rare that you, you will see top class players coming through the academy and staying at that club. Yes, you've got the odd ones like like yes. so, uh, Phil Ford and, and things like that. But how often do you physically see it, and, and how successful does it become? Yes, your luck will be in at some point, and you will get a decent talent coming through. Um, if if Anderson is that player, we we yet to find out. He still was he nineteen, nineteen, nineteen. Um, but it, it looks like it's heading in the right direction with him. He's just, been training with the first team for, I'm just for a while pleased now. Pleased because Eddie said that he would look at him in preseason, and he's made good on his promise to give him mm. a chance, and he's had that opportunity in preseason. Well, Fish and Rods, great point. He says we we'll have to remember that there's five substitutes as well this season, mm-hmm. which makes Anderson's chances go that little bit higher in regards to to get minutes on on yeah. the field. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true, yeah. Do you think that, that we've true. got the quality to, on the bench now to, to be using all five subs there? Or do you think that that's just going to work in the hands of the likes of, of the likes of Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea? Um, I, We haven't got the greatest of squads, right? We haven't, you know what I mean? But but I, would st- I still think it helps every team. But I, I have to be honest and say the top two, three, of course, are going to benefit because they've got better players, got better depth. So of course, you know, if them them can them can really scrape the barrel and they're still bringing on absolute quality. Whereas of course we wouldn't be. But I do agree with the comment though that um it's it can help him, obviously, if there's five subs. Um and I, you know what it is that the the bits that you've seen of him, I do like what I say a lot. And and maybe it's just that I, I I'm a I'm a I've always been a bit awful here, like, but I just always think confidence is a huge thing. I always feel, especially with a young lad, right? And I, I just feel that if he comes on in a home game or whatever and gives the ball away a few times or gets caught in possession, I just feel the fans will be like, oh, I thought he's near good. Aye. He's near good. He's not up for this level. Yeah. He's good, but he's not that good. And people can write you off quick. And with Joe Linton's and your crafts yeah. are just too, you know, people can get written off very, very fast. Um, and I, I worry that if he didn't come on and immediately hit the ground running, that that could really go we'll, against we'll him. We'll get right know? behind him and we'll also be his biggest critic. Yeah. Which is... Well, likewise, I've just said that you could come on in the last 10 minutes and have an absolute worldly, and I... we think, right, this is it, next Messi here. Like, this is the, yeah. this kid's the best. And so, like, Manu for 50 million. Start, like, calm, starting you know. next week, you know, he's had a great 10 minutes. He should be starting. I should be starting. And it, it, there's, there's, there's no, there just isn't a, uh, just a balance sometimes. It's mm. either you're absolutely dog shit and he's not good enough, or he's going to be amazing. Um, But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think. um. Going back to what Daryl said, it is nice that Howe said, listen, I'm going to have a look at him in pre-season. He clearly is. And I'm hoping, I'd love to see him play the home games, you know, that are coming up, which he probably yeah. will, actually. Yeah. Uh, the two home games back-to-back. If you could feature in them a bit, that would be a great taste for him as well, I think, uh, being at home. And that'd yeah, be good. So so the countdown for the season does actually happen now because you've got Benfica uh, coming up on Wednesday, is it? Tomorrow night. Is it tomorrow night? So Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Uh, a few people asked if there's any streams <clears throat> available. I, I think there are some South American channels which are showing them. Um, and I think Benfica TV or whatever yeah, they're showing as well. via subscription. I think I've read somewhere. It'll be on an IPTV somewhere. Yeah, you'll, you'll you'll catch it somewhere. Of course you will. Um, I couldn't tell you the last time I missed a game, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but it, it's always available somewhere. Always. Um, but after that game against Benfica, straight back home for the matches on Friday and Saturday. Uh, so on Friday, it is Atlanta. And on Saturday, it's uh, Bilbao. Are you going to see two completely different teams in that one or do you think it's just going to be a mixture of, of subs left right and center throughout both of the games i think it'll so 45 be, minutes each i think it'll be kept as two separate games but like so say whoever's on the bench on friday night mm-hmm. and doesn't come on will probably feature start from the start on the mm-hmm. saturday and sort of like vice versa and things like that and say somebody comes on and makes five or ten minute cameo at the end then they might feature again the following day do you think at some point there we will see what Eddie House preferred starting eleven is? <clears throat> um, yeah, I think probably. I you, think you normally get at that last preseason yeah. game. You know, so I think it. every single player will play both games mm. of some description. I don't know exactly what it'll be, but I definitely think both will play. But I think the Saturday one is where you, I think you'll start with what he thinks is he's starting. Strongest. I think. Yeah, I do. Injury or whatever yeah. may happen, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think Saturday will be the one where. You'll start with what he thinks is ready to go, like. 
I was looking today because uh, I was going to get some last minute tickets. I was debating taking the boys to, to the match, uh, to the Saturday one against uh, Bilbao, but cost wise, just too much 40 quid for, for, for me and the two kids. Um, but as I was looking, just level seven available now, and, and yeah. for a pre season fixture, that is time. mental. I couldn't even tell you the last time we saw level seven on there. Well, it's, it's probably going to be, it's got to be the biggest pre season friendly attendance. I mean, up and down the country. I'm not saying ever, but certainly in recent memory, right? There's no one going to get that much. Yeah. I, I can't imagine any, I can't think so. I mean, if, I'm going Friday night as well, but just myself on that one, yeah. we made, and then for Saturday, obviously, I'm taking the kids and that, but uh, it's, you know, it's just, it's, you go back to the queue for tickets online, you go back to the season tickets, you know, and you think of the, the cost of living crisis and, and just how expensive everything is these days. Mm. And everyone still wants to go and watch it. More, more than ever now, of course, due, mm. due to the fact that it, it's a, there's a feel good factor there and there's a belief there. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it is amazing. Like here, level seven had to be open is, is pretty incredible. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. It, it, it's phenomenal when you think about it. And we've had this, this chat a few times on this one, Daryl, about the, the demand for tickets and, and people seeing that that we should be leaving St. James's Park or extending St. James's Park uh, as soon as we possibly can. Do you think people have taken a bit of a step back with that now? Because th- th- there are tickets available still for, yeah. for not just pre-season, but I think the go on general sale of Forest ones tomorrow morning, I think. Is that yeah. right? Uh, at some point this week, yeah. isn't it? At some point this week. At um, some point this week, the, the, the Forest tickets go on sale. It will be a sellout. But saying that, do you think that the demand is high in, um, in regards to demand to, to leave St. James. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of leaving, I think at the moment, in a personal sense, um, I wouldn't want to move. And I think you go back and you hear what my dad had to say early on is, you know, we can't leave St. James's. It's our home. It's where we, where hearts live and all that mm. sort of thing. Um, and I know, and I've seen plenty of comments on social media that, you know, oh, we should be moving. We should be, there's too much demand for tickets and we should be building a bigger stadium, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, in terms of growth, we have to maximise with what we've got at the minute. And I think if they do plan on doing something, it'll be a good few years down the line first before we even think about anything, whether it's moving or whether that's, it's a full-scale redevelopment. Um, so for me, no, I think we're fine as we are for now. You've got to give it a couple of seasons to gauge response because if... God forbid anything, and it was to tail off, anything was to happen to sort of like slow the momentum or stop the momentum in whatever way. And I don't think it's even necessarily a relegation battle. I think that's just like an an average season Mm -hmm. and finishing absolutely ninth, tenth, eleventh. I think that the demand will probably drop for tickets. Well, well, well. I think that's what's going to be. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to be negative, like, but I, I think. I, I was watching Eddie Howe and he got men, he got asked that question like, "Oh, is Europe your aim?" And I'm thinking, "Bloody hell! Like, what a question to ask him!" As if he's going to go, oh, "I way, I course I." And obviously, he says, "Like, I'm not going to display any personal targets that we've got. We just want to do the best we can." He, he handled that question. He did. He handles everything he well, does, doesn't he? he, he he's an incredible yeah. in front of the camera. There's, I honestly don't think there's many better than him in terms of the way he can articulate himself and the way that he <clears throat> can field any question. You know, he does it so so well. Um, Night and day compared to what we've been dealing right. with previously. Um, <laughs> but sorry to go back to the question. Um, I think that there is a demand there, of course, but obviously the the, the you know next season you're writing what you say. Like the, if we did finish 10, 11, 12, say, people wouldn't be happy with that. Now, obviously, the people that have got season tickets don't get wrong. I'm not going to get rid of them. I'm not saying yeah. that. But the demand to then go the season after might be like, ah, well, do you know what I mean? I'm not as I'm not as hot. Whereas if we did finish in Europe, just say we did, that queue all of a sudden gets longer, yeah. right? And it's just. And that's that's quite an embarrassing um, need or time scale. That just given one season, but we, we know what it's like, right? It, it can be very hot mm. and cold at times, and there is going to be times this season where it's going to be we're going to go through a bad one, but yeah. we just are right. And like some people handle it better than others. Uh, Twitter will not handle it. I know that for a fact. <laughs> but you know, we will though around this table. We'll be yeah. all right. Yeah, of course we will. It, it, it's we're so used to. to um shitty seasons and I think it's going to take a lot for for momentum to, to drop from the way we're going at the moment I think it's going to be far from that I really do and I think we've sat around here before and said that why can't we challenge for one of those European spots if we get it fucking fantastic yeah. if we're challenging for it fantastic if we don't get it that's fine that's I, fine you go again next season it is I, I'm honestly looking at the cups like and I honestly think if we can get a couple of home draws 
all of them home draws would be nice. Yeah. I think we'll beat anyone because mm. I, I just feel I, I always go back to that Arsenal game that to me that was the bar for me of like this is what it can be like. Mm-hmm. So if we can create that atmosphere, that that the um, the performance of course was absolutely amazing, but the intensity of the performance, us as fans, the way that it was. Um, and I'm not saying you're ever going to be able to create a display as good as that every mm. week, but if you can just create that atmosphere and and you can really go far, like and and I feel in a in a, in a cup we could really attack one. I think we'll probably get a little flavour of that this week as well because I know Wolf Flags have said they've got displays ready for mm-hmm. all three yeah. of the next. They've been back inside St James's Park as I've well, so, pictures, so they've been yeah. back graphing for the wall uh, with the flag displays. Um, the safe stand seating is is in level seven now as yeah. well. That looks all but done. So and, and I've seen a few more photos of concourses as well. Um, the family, yeah, the family, I saw that one today, um, yeah. The family area had. Like, it's lovely with the flags being there pre-season because there'll be a lot of fans that have never been or haven't got the opportunity to experience yeah. that. That's what we're going to get a bit of a taste, right? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, God, I'm taking my two bands and both might want to leave after 20 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not began like than gone the cell, but mm. um, <laughs> but yeah, like the little band. He, but him to have the opportunity to, to see what the flags are like and stuff it, it's lovely and loads of people's going to experience that yeah i took my two to the the nufc uh, women's game as well and mm-hmm. war flags were there oh, uh, right, my right. two were buzzing we were on flag absolutely ah, buzzing off the tits were uh, just a way of a flag it's um, the future generation isn't it? you know it's the future generation and obviously the, the and we were on the brink of losing mm-hmm. that generation oh, well exactly yeah, yeah yeah 100 100 because yeah, we yeah, we've yeah. spoke god knows how many times about when when we're walking around now i was like neck of the woods in south shields and Yes, you'll see the split of Newcastle shirts. You'll see Sunderland shirts. You even see loads of South Shields shirts these days. That's right, yeah. But then you are getting Chelsea shirts, Man City shirts, mm-hmm. Liverpool, Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. And you're thinking, when I was like growing up, it's not very often you would see any of the shirts yeah. apart from Newcastle and Sunderland, uh, neck of the woods. You, you'll get yeah. the odd one. Yeah. Um, that, that would have one of the man you most likely for Arsenal. Probably. Yeah, it, it was rare though. It very, was very, very rare. rare. And now, it was rare. like I take the boys, to, well, I was taking the boys to, to football on a Saturday and there's probably about 30 kids in there and I swear to God, majority of them now Newcastle shirts, but they were still scattered like, right. like Man City and I, I'm like this now for accents me, like, is his dad from like, is he like from Manchester? Is his dad a scouser or whatever? Just, nah, Geordie. Born and bred so she yeah. Got the kid in the Man City shirt. What are you doing, man? Uh, I, I do. I have seen more Newcastle law than ever. Ever. People, well, people yeah. are walking around with them on. Mm. Um, yeah. Because it's just, it just feels like it's 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 been ignited again, doesn't it? That's what it feels like. And, of course uh, it has, yeah. You know? Of course it has. I'm looking forward to uh, my mate at Sunderland fans whose uh, kids are probably going to end up supporting Newcastle. <laughs> I was speaking to someone the other day, actually, in his band. He's a Sunderland fan in his bands, Newcastle. He's like, well, I just... Best. He's like, what I'm trying, but I'm not winning the argument. Like, so. It's the best. There are a few comments here about um, Newcastle's um, next... I'm not sure what his class is. He's CEO, board member, what is he? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Darren Eels. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to sit here like, like some other... Uh, podcast and YouTube channel and pretend I know what I'm talking about when it comes to these Aye. sort of roles. I'm not willing to sit here and read off a Wikipedia page to tell him what he's done in his previous <laughs> roles mm-hmm. at, at previous clubs. I know as much as what you do. Hopefully, at some point in the next couple of weeks, we can get somebody on board who knows what they're talking about. Uh, maybe a, a fan from Atlanta, maybe, to, to come and have a chat about this role because, personally... I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to it, so I'm not going to pretend to, to blag my way through it. None of we do because we haven't had a one for yeah. about ten years, so it's it's. Crazy. He definitely seems more more um, marketing, He's more Morgan. fan, yeah, orientated. A lot of commercial stuff, commercial side mm. of the game, which I think I said last week is, <clears throat> of course, Dan Ashworth is there, but he kind of do every single, yeah. you know, every single part of the pie. Like you know, what I mean, he needs Dan people. Is the football and point of view. Yes, this guy looks like commercial side yeah, of things. Absolutely. Showcase in Newcastle United. Yeah, putting the brand in, yeah. in, in all the rest and of if it. You, and, if you know. Even just reading into a little bit of his history, you find that he was at Tottenham when they started to put their plans together for the new stadium. And, you know, a lot of the figures that you see, especially if you look at like Swiss Ramble and that on Twitter, and he talks about club finances and he'll give a league comparison. And this is the sort of stuff that we were talking about when we were looking mm. at our financial results and he would do massive threads on everything. And then you would compare it to their clubs and you would see the way Tottenham's revenue just went from less than what we had when Mike actually took over and all of a sudden it's like just gone. Well, the roof. It was in the absolutely same, away. it was in them 10 years with Ashley, wasn't it? It was, them did start below us and then just absolutely catapulted and were away. And, and he seems um, to have been there 
for a, a period of time in that when it was just going through the roof. So it'll be interesting to see what he can do. And I mm. think, as we've just said there, I think commercially, I think he's probably going to be a massive key to our commercial growth. Yeah, it goes. It's another. It's another chair at the desk, isn't it? It's another one around that table. That, oh, yeah. That's going to bring more opportunities. Newcastle United, of course, it is. Um, and we need we need these these brands coming in. We need the club to be more well known across the globe because that's how you attract sponsors. Yeah. That's how you're going to get more money to play with. And when it comes to financial fair play, it has to be done. It really does. Um, something else which happened uh, today as well. Um, the club tweeted, um, and I'll read out. So uh, Newcastle United players and staff have been visited. Uh, by sport and performance expert Sir Dave Brailsford during our pre-season tra- training camp. Uh, Sir Dave was invited to the team hotel to address the group as he shared his renowned approach to sport and culture, mindset and performance. I think we have tried this at, at one point before. I can't remember that somebody black you might have been called. Oh, Steve Black. Is that who it was? Was he something very similar to he that? He was a lot of about psychology. Yeah. 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 Mm. No, he I remember his name. Did he have some sort of role at, at the He, he had been involved, I think. Something? Yeah, he had been involved with the Falcons and yeah. a few other clubs as well. And Yeah. So was it looks like... Well, uh, yeah, so it looks like Eddie Howe is trying everything. He really is. And, and He's massive on the mindset, isn't he? Yeah. The mindset and yeah. the culture and yeah. the sort of psychology of of the game or not just the game, but like in terms of it's almost like you as a person, isn't it? And like you believing in yourself and, mm-hmm. and all the rest of the type of stuff and dealing with the pressures yeah. of being a professional athlete as well. And it's like, this is the guy that's worked with some of the top cyclists in this country mm-hmm. that, or that this country has ever produced and been massively successful at that. So I, I don't think we'll necessarily be able to pinpoint anything that happens this season to the, this moment where, no, no, or, you know, it's because Dave Brailsford came in and, and talked to them, but, just the way the fact that they've done it is just another sign of the professionalism that we're now going to see going forward. Mm. It's just another th- thing that Eddie Howe brings, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To even have that thought process of sports science element, uh, isn't it? Of, of that, you know what I mean? And like, as, I, as I've said before, like, I'll go back to what Bruce used to always say is, <clears throat> I've been doing this game for X amount of years, I've managed this amount of games. It was always that he knew best and no one else did. He wouldn't dream of getting someone in. To even talk to his players in that kind of regard, basically he, taking the spotlight away from right? himself, he just yeah. wouldn't do that. He wouldn't even have the 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 the, the thought process of even thinking of that. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, like probably us. I mean, I know I've I've been in seminars like that through work and stuff where they'll get someone that comes in yeah. and speaks and, it's, it's, and you know it's, it is, it's like life coaches that come it is, in, like, I, like you know, works and, on that, and I guarantee you, like you know, like John Joe and that, I'll probably be sitting there going, I can't wait for this to finish. Yeah. Probably Maxi would as well. Yeah. There will be some players that will hit harder than others. Mm-hmm. But that's life. It's not, it's not going to hit every single 40 men that's sitting there. But if it hits two or three of them or four of them, then mm-hmm. it's been worth yeah. the investment, right? You know, it's yeah. just... I, I was fine. I was quite entertaining, to be fair. Oh, I, it depends I, on who you get. I, I, well, I've had yeah. two at my place. One of them was absolutely shocking, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Can Could tell they were just there to, to get a, a bit of a PD out of it. And the second one was a fella, I can't remember his name exactly, but he was fantastic, this fella that came on. It was really, really good. Um, I had some, uh, it was a, a, a woman swimmer. No, no, she was a hockey team. She for England hockey team. She was excellent, like, mm. she was explaining, like, being a team captain and yeah. winning the the World Cup, whatever it was for England. No, they can work. It's, it's so, good, like, yeah, yeah. Some of them you can feel, you leave that session, you're absolutely buzzing. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Like, smash the world, <laughs> You have a different uh, mindset yeah, of course for about it. a day. But yeah, no, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you sit back at your desk. Ah, yeah, ah, yeah. <laughs> 20 emails, fuck. <laughs> um, one of the, the things I want to end on, and I will end on this one, Deca, is your favourite person to talk about. Um, so Alan St. Maximum, um, rumours uh, over the last 24, 48 hours that Chelsea and Spurs are interested in Alan St. Maximum. Do you see him leaving? I don't know, not at all, no. Like, not even... No. Is that well, be- I did see that when Andy Cole left now. Like, but, uh, is that because we <laughs> would, would probably price them out the market, these clubs? Or do you think they're just... Do you think Sane is settled here? Do you think Sane is, is happy and wants to be a, a part of this project? Or do you think Sane would see the, 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 the lights of London and thinking that's an easy step up that? Um, I think we've got a year of them being absolutely fine here. Mm-hmm. I feel that way. And I think let's let's be very clear. If what happened off the field didn't happen, he'd be gone. He would have just made sure that I move legs to Chelsea or Tottenham, whoever it was, right? That would have happened. But I definitely feel that 
he comes out very often. And people seem to miss this, but he does say an awful lot that he loves the fans and he loves. Yeah, he does, yeah. He every single that, opportunity he gets. Every opportunity he gets, he says that. And obviously, he'll know the environment, and the culture that he's in now is so so different. And he'll believe that because and listen, there's another thing he gets criticised for. He gets criticised for wanting to be the very best he can be and play at the in the best level that he can play at. That seems to be a criticism for some reason. Um, but I think he believes that that can happen here. And when he sees it, like Bruno coming in and, and the rest and all the rest of them, maybe thinking 100, you know, 100, we can. The other point I'll make is if Spurs and Chelsea are interested in him, then why would we want to sell a player that teams like that are interested in? Surely it's we are wanting to buy players that Chelsea want to buy. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. we want to try and become them, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe I'm we, just defending we, we, them. We can do to them what other clubs are trying to do to us, and we can just hear a price. Maybe. Well, that, exactly. Yeah, we don't need know. the money, and we're, of course we can price them out with a move. Yeah. But I, I just generally think it could just be paper talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they are interested, then fair enough, great, right? You're probably interested in Bruno as well because he's amazing. Like you're right. probably interested in whoever. You know, there'll be loads yeah. of players that are interested in. But I just think at, at the moment where we are, we're in a position where we can just go, nah, it's not for sale. He ain't got anyway. And I don't think the play will force it either. Take his board game on holiday. Mark will be thrilled. Aye. Yeah. You see that tweet? Did did Wilson get done for speeding or something? Um, I, was that just a total fake thing I seen? I was I was walking. I came on me watch. Wilson had been done for speeding or something. For a speeding fine or something. I hadn't seen that. No. Okay. I might, I might be wrong. Someone maybe probably Brails, say it. maybe Brails. I was on me watch and I was walking. <laughs> was he on a bike? I was walking <laughs> up the road <laughs> and, and it flashed up. And I, I could be wrong that, but, yeah. but no, he's took his board game away, and he so you know. Yeah, he's took yeah. his board game away. Yeah. Um, Helios is heading to Portugal. What even is that game? I don't think anybody knows. Yeah, I've no I've idea. tried reading on the website. It it tries to give you an explanation as to what it is, and I don't. Know. Was it like trying to explain how we played Burnley on Saturday? Probably, uh, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it like is it like character base or something, or is it more just is it just numbers like poker, or is it or is it like you've got like I don't know some sort of character? It and looks a bit like that character can be like that a, character a, a posh top trumps. <laughs> Oh, okay. why do I feel I, like I it's really like some sort of dungeons and yeah? Ah, that's what I was yeah. meaning. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I was on this. I'm going completely off topic here, but just to wrap this one up, we we're talking about board games yesterday. And um, remember the game where you used to put the the video in, and you used to like stop playing, press play on the video, mm-hmm. and stop playing the board game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we're talking about the work as well. I did. I, I, well, I couldn't remember because I was talking about Nightmare, which was completely different. Oh, I love and that then, was, was Nightmare, not where you used to press the video though. No, when Nightmare was on the TV, they used to wear a helmet and they used to go move two steps oh, forward. Right, and the floor used to fall. Yes, right, and okay. then that's when someone mentioned, "Oh, yes. do you don't remember that game you used to put in?" Well, VHS. Somebody watching or listening will know exactly. Atmosphere. There you Atmosphere. Go. Straight <laughs> in there. So you used to be playing, and all of a sudden, like, your dark character is going to go stop. Yeah, that's right. Like, oh, wow. I used to shit my pants playing that game. Yeah, that was batting. How I do. I was back in the early nineties, yeah. Daryl. <laughs> I, I think what we should do, we should we should buy that game and we should do a podcast and play it for the first time. Like literally, just open the box and try and play. Mark would love that. <laughs> what atmosphere? Oh, Helios. Helios. Oh, Helios. Is it I, don't think, I don't think you can get a hold of it. Oh, you can't even buy it. Yeah. Oh, really? So popular. the fuck does people now to play if they get him buy it? <laughs> so apparently, he, he had an event or something because I saw somebody on Twitter, just a Newcastle United fan, um, had become some sort of member for it because I think mm. you get extra stuff if you're a member and, and Saint hosts these events quite often. Well, I've seen that because he was getting wrong, wrong with the and, and stuff. Actually, stuff yeah. I, I have to sign up then, don't I? Because, mate, he drops the, the game off and he just gives you like a goodie bag and there might be like 20 grand in it now. <laughs> like, it's mental. I'll have to sign up. Absolutely mental. Yeah. I'm his biggest fan. I deserve one of these games. Like. <laughs> You'd shit yourself if you came to your front door. With Absolutely game, shit myself. <laughs> the, the thing is, right, that like, I know we're messing on here. The board game doesn't bother me whatsoever. No. The only time it's ever bothered me is when we're encouraging fans to take Helios signs into St. James's Park. Mm. Oh, that oh, I know that was weird. I, I didn't like that that crossover. You've no. got your game. That's fine. He can be the face of it. But then those people with, with banners, the Helios yeah. in, in St. James's Park. No. Like, and I, I That's didn't strange, like that. Didn't no, like that no. bit. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. no. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. date if I meet him. Like, <laughs> no, no, I agree. No, I t- I, definitely not. No, I don't. I don't quite get that at all. That's just crossing a line that doesn't mm. need to be yeah. in, in crossed at all. Uh, but I would, I would, if anyone's got a game, um, send it in. Will I? I'll give you a back. I just want to see what it looks like. And what do you actually do? Just bring it. Just come with it. I come with it. We'll, we'll have a chat with you. And we'll, we'll try and explain what the hell it is. Uh, but yeah, anything that you would like to, to add before we end this one? Um, not that I can think of. No, no, no. I don't or think so. No, no. I think we'll cover that quite well for nothing really happening once again. Well, we did sit down and before we started and thought, like, have we got enough to talk about? But <laughs> somehow it's just easy once you start, isn't it? Uh, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow, actually. Um, 
It's a tough opposition again. Mm. These next three are tough opposition. Big, big, test, like. big test, like big well, test. it's preseason. Always, we'll have to remember it is preseason, and preseason yeah. is about fitness, game time, and that's it. Yeah. Results yeah. mean absolutely nothing, even though we beat Burnley 42 1 square. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thanks everybody for joining us tonight it has been a pleasure as always if you do want to become a member you can do so for just 2.99 a month you do get extra content and bonus features and there will be a lot more this season um a few more people coming onto the channel as well um in talk with a couple of people um daryl is recording a very special podcast tonight but we're not giving you any more information on that one just yet um also a little podcast crossover as well mm -hmm. yeah so there will be a popular voice uh, from another newcastle united podcast joining daryl and our special guest um thanks very much see you later watch what you're doing bye Ciao. sports social podcast network